thirtieth day of the month. Were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was not none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Luke 17, verses 17 through 18. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of the Lord or declare his praise? Happy are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Psalms 106, verses 1 through 3. Today we consider thanksgiving to God, both in word and deed. Ingratitude is a grave offense against God, and the closer to God we think we are, the more we incline to take divine grace for granted. So Jesus suggested in Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, For this reason, even the practice of daily devotions can be dangerous. The psalmist, quoted above, points out another difficulty in giving thanks. We do not have sufficient words to praise God's goodness. Oral testimony is important, to be sure, but to it we are to add the observance of justice, the doing of righteousness at all times. Otherwise, our voices sound like a noising gong or a clanging cymbal. As this month draws to its close, ask, for what experiences in the past month do I particularly praise God? What opportunities for thanksgiving have I overlooked during this month? Have I shown gratitude in words only, or also by my deeds, by my demonstrated concern for the weak, the lowly, the suffering? Opening Prayer Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless God's holy name. For you, O God, have showered me with blessings too numerous to count. In return, too often I have overlooked or taken for granted your bounty. Beyond all else that you have given, grant me yet one thing more, an unfailingly grateful heart. Amen. Psalm 92, verses 1 through 5. What a beautiful thing, God, to give thanks, to sing an anthem to you, the high God, to announce your love each daybreak, sing your faithful presence all through the night, Accompanied by dulcimer and harp, the full-bodied music of strings. You made me so happy, God. I saw your work and I shouted for our joy. How magnificent your work, God. How profound your thoughts. Reading from 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 5-14. through 14. In Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night, and God said, Ask what you wish me to give you. Then Solomon said, You've shown great loving kindness to your servant David, my father, according as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. And you've reserved for him this great loving kindness that you've given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, Lord my God, you've made your servant king in place of my father David. Yet I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Your servant is in the midst of your people, which you have chosen, a great people who are too many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? It was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, 
because you have asked this thing and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have you asked riches for yourself, nor have you asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself discernment to understand justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there will not be any among the kings like you all your days. If you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and commandments, as your father David walked, then I will prolong your days. From the book of James, chapter 4, verses 13 through 17, and then chapter 5, verses 7 through 11. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll go to such and such city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it until it gets the early and late rains. You too be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Do not complain, brethren, against one another, so that you yourselves may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing right at the door. As an example, brethren, of suffering and patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We count those blessed who endured. You have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the outcome of the Lord's dealings, that the Lord is full of compassion and is merciful. From the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 18. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethsaida, having five porticos. In these lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, and withered, waiting for the moving of the waters, for an angel of the Lord went down at certain sessions into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever then first, after the stirring up of the water, stepped in was made well from whatever disease with which he was afflicted. A man was there who had been ill for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Immediately the man became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. Now it was on the Sabbath on that day. So the Jews were saying to the man who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not permissible for you to carry your pallet. But he answered them, He who made me well was the one who said to me, Pick up your pallet and walk. They asked him, Who is this man who said to you, Pick up your pallet and walk? But the man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away while there was a crowd in that place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you have become well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. For this reason, the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But he answered them, My father is working until now, and I am myself am working. 
For this reason, therefore, the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because he not only was breaking the Sabbath, but also was calling God his own Father, making himself equal with God. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by David Nixon. All-knowing God, you are the one who sees all and is through all. Father, so often we speak as if we know and understand the mysteries of life and behave like there are things which we can hide from you. Jesus, we treat you as if your understanding is like our knowledge, and we fail to grasp the extent of your awareness of all things, even the things within the depths of our souls. Forgive us. Holy Spirit, would you search our hearts, illuminate our minds, and graciously uncover more of the true riches and treasures that are contained in your good purposes for us, that the name of Jesus may be praised. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he should come to judge the quick living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.